for Christmas. Hey, what's going on? It's uh, it's me. It's welcome back to uh, heading back to the window. I am your uh, half your team. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Redshaw, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we make up a little show we call Heading Back to the Window. Do it every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Don't forget to listen to all of the shows here on the burgeoning Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network, the WWSBN, and uh, right before us, hope you caught the show with uh, Chris King, Just Parlays, with Chris and Jim over there laying out more great parlays and more great round-robin opportunities. God, I hate you, I hate you, Rochelle, for getting that song stuck in my head. The All I Want for Christmas is just, I couldn't hate you more. Couldn't. What, do you, do you have it's a... It's in everybody's head at some point during the month. Now, do you... You don't celebrate Christmas, but do you have a, a hated Christmas song? Is there something you just get annoyed when you hear it? I'm I'm sure there's one. I can't really think of it. Of course, the Mariah Carey one has reached the point where it's heard so often that most people can't handle it anymore. Last Christmas? The, doesn't the, fully bother me. The wham? A lot of people have that issue. What about the wham thing? The last Christmas? When you get whammed out, what is, I can't remember what they call it, but if you, you Truth is, I don't think I've heard that enough to be whammed out, but I know it's definitely not one of my favorite Christmas songs. Let's put it that there's way. There's a whole there's a whole meme thing where you try to go the whole Christmas season without hearing that wham song. So far, I'm winning. My 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 wife had it on the other day on one of her playlists, and she was all bummed out, and then she realized it was a it was a knockoff. It was a not a, it wasn't wham, so it didn't count. So we're back in I mean, the game. What's the, if George? George Michael's not involved, and what's the point? We're back in the game. We're exactly right. What's going on? Windy in KC today. Very windy in St. Louis. Uh, thankful no tornado sirens. Yeah, no shit, Brad. You guys uh, you guys have been on the wrong side of the state. It used to be us that got all the tornadoes, and now they just pretty much come up right up uh, I-44 through Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Springfield, and psh, right on into St. Louis. Yeah, they stay south of us. You know, you know, why, you know why it flipped? I don't. Because you won a couple championships. That's probably it. That's probably it. Um, it is. I, I told you before the show, Scott. The Royals need to be playing today because they are winds are blowing right out of the south, gust up to sixty-five miles an hour. Yeah, total of uh, thirteen and a half. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yes, just let Sal crank them up in the wind and watch them fly. It's good to be here, guys. Good to be here on a uh, Wednesday, of course. And got a lot of action tonight. Got some teams in the NBA that are still playing. COVID. Pretty much the story of yesterday, Scott, kind of a rearing its ugly head. Cut the nets down to eight did players. You did, did you blindly bet the, the uh, Raiders already or no? No, oh, I should. I should though. I, sh I should bet the Raiders. I did bet. I did bet Toronto last night when I heard the news. I was in the car, and I heard the news that Harden was going to be out, and the uh, Nets were going to be down to eight. And I, I pounced on. Toronto plus the four. You pounced as well, but you got a little bit greedier, and it didn't work out for you. Yeah, I took the money line. What would you get on it that? Wasn't fun. Plus one forty or so. Uh, one forty-eight. Okay. No, still uh -huh. three to two. Yeah, okay. Uh, McDermott managed to suck worse than Hurley. Uh, he is a horrible late-game coach. Words from a disgruntled better, of course. Well, all right, fair enough, JC. I, I always like people that are self-aware like that. We have we have smart people here. They're like. Yeah, I'm being a dick about it, but it, it, it affected me personally. So, I'm I mean, we've criticized both coaches in the past, so 
you're kind of preaching to the choir there. You had a the battle of who would suck less. Yeah, you had Hurley and McDermott. You have a new hated coach, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. This is a guy that you kind of had respect for, and you lost a lot of respect last night. So, are you? I had to. Are you back in the it basement? Was, it was awful. You back in the basement, dude? We got no. We got no lights now. Now you're back in the shadows. <laughs> I see Still movement. Here. I see movement. Oh man. Well, it's going to be here. You know what? Let's uh. Let's get rolling as we as we welcome everybody. A quick little piece of housekeeping. Of course, you always want to check us out every day, but we're going to be doing all 42 bowl games. Scott and I are going to be doing a video on each bowl game, and we just found out today we're going to be doing a live. So we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to have some fun with it, and we want to know. We're going, we're going to keep track of ourselves, of course, and we're going to keep track of how the comment section does. So at the end of our videos, and they're going to be fast. They're going to be like five minutes. I'm going to... I'm going to lay out my case. Scott's going to lay out his case. We're going to alternate every other game, and that's going to be it. There's not going to be a lot of give and take because we want to get this done quick. Nobody nobody wants to spend 20 minutes watching every fucking bowl video. So, hey, Brownsbackers here. Good to have you, buddy. Um, you're gonna have any? Speaking of COVID, you're going to have anybody left to play this weekend? Brutal. I just heard Baker. Baker's got the Baker's got the COVID. Uh, Sebastian's in the house. Hope we're doing well. I'm doing well. Getting. I got shit. It's, a, it's the middle of December. I'm in Missouri. I got my windows open. It's 74 degrees. God bless you, global warming. Global warming, Scott. What about you? You doing okay? I'm indoors. I'm I'm living the dream. Did you go to the Knicks game last night? I did not. What is what is it with you? Come on, man. Get out. Get out. Do something. Live your life. This is it. You're only 24 once. That is true. Oh my God. Kids today. Kids today. I don't know what to do with them. So. Um. Yeah. Nice. Nice to be here. Indeed. It's a uh, small craft warning. Is <laughs> what we have here today. Um. Let's get rolling, buddy. We got some. We got some beats to talk about. We got. We have some definite beats that we took last night. So anyway. Yeah. As far as the bowl games go. Sorry, I'm easily distracted. We are going to uh, take at the end of the videos. We're going to take a poll. Everybody put their. Everybody put their vote in. You can put a vote in for the side. You can put a vote in for the total. You can put a vote in for each. I'll count them out. We'll keep track of how we do. Because I was looking for something extra to do. Because <laughs> um, we don't have enough work to do shooting 42 separate videos. <laughs> I was thinking, you know what else? What, what else would be fun? Uh, open up a spreadsheet on how the comment section does. So I'm, I want to do that. Yeah, just wait Just wait until we do individual videos on every March Madness matchup. Uh, I just came back from Warsaw, that Missouri. That be happening. No, no, no. I just came back from Warsaw, Missouri. Family has a lake house on Lake of the Ozarks there. Uh, big Chiefs fans up there. Very nice. Yeah, that's... Lake of the Ozarks, uh, for the people that aren't from the Midwest, it is kind of an undiscovered gem. It's very cool. And they always they always promo with uh, more shoreline than Lake Michigan, Scott. So I might be a bit ignorant on this question, uh-huh. but is the show Ozark based in that area? Or is it called Ozark for some other reason? It is based in that area. It is okay. it is ostensibly shot in the Ozarks. Of course, it is not. It is shot in the state of Georgia, but all the the plot revolves around people that are supposedly living at the Lake of the Ozarks. And okay. yeah, because that, that's where they, they put the, the the riverboat gambling casino on the Lake of the Ozarks and all that. So pretty good show. You watch you watch uh, you watch a little Ozark. No, that's that's why I said it was a bit ignorant because oh. I don't really know much about the show. Oh, good show. Good, I, I highly recommend you binging it, catching up on that. It's a very, very good show. All right, buddy. So, not, not this is doesn't necessarily make people from Missouri uh, come off in a good light, but I have to say, having spent a fair amount of time in the Lake Region and Southern Missouri, 
may not be missing it all that far. I'm just saying. So let's roll, shall we? Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some people that uh, did well. We'll talk about some people that did poorly. We'll talk about uh, some winners, and we'll talk about maybe some whiners if uh, if you if 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 time allows. So let's get it started with the people that took it into shorts. It wasn't a good Tuesday. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks, largest man-made lake in the U.S. Lots of fun. Yes, Party Cove, Bagnell Dam. Fuck yeah, absolutely. Let's get a roll in here, guys. Who had to pick out their phone and call the cops last night? All right, let's uh, let's let's get it rolling. And we had some to cho- we had some to choose from last night, but we'll get it rolling with the game that we talked about a little bit earlier. It's the Raptors and the Nets. If you had the Raptors on the money line, it's a, I don't know, plus 148 or so. Just a, just a wild guess. They led by three points, the Raptors did, with 12 seconds left. The Nets, of course, hit the game-tying three-pointer because, you know, why wouldn't they? Raptors lose in overtime. Not good at all. They drop it by two. If you had the Raptors plus four, nice job. If you had the Raptors on the money line, ooh, call the cops. Yep, not a fun time. But if you had the under into the Trailblazers Suns game, the late game on TNT, you were in a pretty good situation because they only had 202 points in regulation. So you were faring pretty well. And then, unfortunately, that's an even number. And they went to overtime. And they don't call it undertime. Nope. Game landed 218. Very nice. JC Stone said, my uncles ran moonshine in the Ozarks back in the day. What, like yesterday? <laughs> There's still... You ever had shine, Scott? Uh, I've actually had moonshine. Have you? It is... Yeah, I've actually had it. It's okay. Right. It, it gets your attention. It gets your attention. I've, I found myself at a party deep in the woods of southern Arkansas one time after a show. One of those times where you're hanging out, you got nothing to do. People are like, hey, you want to go to a party with us? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And they're all fucking drinking moonshine. It was, it was fun, buddy. It was it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, moonshine, I will say, as far as its taste goes, yeah, not so much. But it, as far as its functionality, it's very good. It does. It I definitely moonshine, does. Moonshine. I don't know. My my friend uh, in Wisconsin from college had uh, some relatives who would make their own, so they had flavored moonshine. Uh huh. Wasn't that bad? Cool. Very good. Hey, Joan says nice call on the Jackson State game. Hell yeah, Joan. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, layout. Deal. I think he meant the under and not the over, but All thank right. you. I knew what you meant. Well, it was a nice call on the over. We said it wasn't going to hit. So no, that, that is true, too. All right. Well, let's find out uh, who was uh, who had a little easier time of it. And, uh, spoiler alert, some of these, uh, I don't think we put them in, but a couple of them were my premium players last night, Scott. And had a very good day on the premium side. So uh, let's find out who else was sitting in the rocking chair. So, the first game was the early TV game between the Warriors and the Knicks, and if you were expecting points, then you had a you had a pretty bad time. But if you liked unders, I know both of us did, you had a nice winner at under 211.5. Each of the first three quarters had less than 49 points. You were coasting. As long as there was no overtime, you were good, and there was not. Game landed 201. There you go. Hey, did I not... Uh... Did I? I didn't do the. La- the I didn't third, do the last uh, call to cops. You skipped the third. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Hey, if you had the Blue Jacks out in the money line playing the Canucks, they're in great shape. Led three to nothing after one period, three to one after two periods. Uh, come on, guys, a couple more goals here. Nope. You let the Canucks score three unanswered goals in the third period. Oh, that three nothing lead seems so long ago. 
Blue Jackets lose that one four to three. If you had the Blue Jackets money line, oh, so sorry, so sorry, call the cops. As far as the rocking chair goes, this was one of my premium plays. If you had the Mississippi State Bulldoggies minus the 10 against Georgia State, hey, we faded them against Colorado State. We backed them against Georgia State, and they led by 21 at halftime, stretched it out in the second half, led by 20, ended up, ended up winning by 29. If you had Mississippi State minus the 10, congratulations, you were sitting in the steamroller rocking chair. And the last one going to hockey, it was both of our favorite play on, on the card yesterday. If you had the Maple Leafs on the money line against the Oilers, we thought the price was short, and it was extremely short because the Maple Leafs led 3 to nothing. After the second period, they won the game five to one. Edmonton full free fall mode. Uh, can we say Euler alert now? <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Euler alert. Okay, very good. Um, I believe it's leaking a bit of oil right now. Yeah, they're definitely um, leaking oil as well. Brandon Zerfus, good to see Brandon in the house. Um, Monroe plus twelve, easy money last night. Yep, yep. There was a couple of there was a couple. They ended of, up winning outright, right? Yep. Did they beat uh, SF Austin? I yeah, I think they did. I think they did because that's what well, this, this one was against when I was looking at it. Like, I really want to like Austin here. Ooh, but I don't. Yeah. So, very good. Very good indeed. Um, you know, let's find out who it was. We didn't, I don't think we had one yesterday, but I, uh, I, I love it when we can come up with one. And we definitely, we definitely have one for today. Let's find out who was wearing the golden feedback, Scott. Who was strapping that bad boy on? It's the hump day edition of Donkey of the Day. All right, there you go. Scott, you want to take this one? Yeah, I'll take it. All right. So for college basketball, you had a game between Coppin State and Drexel. And the one thing I know is that when you are traveling on the road for a game, you need to bring two things. One, the players. Two, the jerseys. Check. Uh, For Coppin State, the players showed up. Unfortunately, they uh, forgot about bringing the jerseys. (laughs) So Coppin State had to wear some intramural mesh pinny type of situation there because they somehow left the jerseys at home. How do you do that? I have no idea. Somebody got fired. Uh, it was probably an unpaid student manager. I'll have your job. You, fuck, you can have my job. It's an awful job. You ever, you, Bring the actual jerseys this isn't complicated you ever you ever uh you, you ever know any student managers or see them in action uh i mean there were a couple of managers for like a high school team but i didn't know any of the managers for college it's an awful gig <laughs> just an awful gig man just it's just terrible those guys god bless them uh <laughs> it sound like that donkey was hurting Yes, it's 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 a Denver it's a Denver donkey. Wait, so you're saying that the people who are managers don't have a fun time of washing all the clothes and no. taking care of the locker room? No, I also know that I also know the guy that is like the head uniform guy for the Chiefs, and okay. that's another shitty gig because he he they do all the laundry every 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 fucking day. They're doing all the practice stuff, and you know I think he, he makes it, dep- some- it depends how much they're getting paid, I guess, because that's all relevant. Uh, I don't know, a buck and a half or so probably. Buck twenty five, okay. something like that. I mean, it's you know, three fifty. No, I ain't getting three fifty. Uh, my favorite Scott since the Steiner brothers. Nice. It's what just happened. That's my my favorite name. 
Uh, T-train in the house, the train running behind. Very good. Must be an Amtrak. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they like, they're like college dorm monitors. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Um, so have yeah. you ever seen that before? A team just forgetting all of their jerseys? I don't think I've ever seen that. No, before. I've seen like logistical problems. Like if they didn't, the plane lost them or they didn't, there was some sort of thing outside of their control, but I've never or seen one like, player had a jersey stolen right, or something like that. Right. But the entire team, come on. Can, can you imagine when you're sitting around like whatever point you're supposed to like get the jerseys out and start hanging them up in their locker space or whatever. And you're like, all right, you got to do it. Let's get the jerseys out. Thought, Game get canceled thought, or something. I thought, I thought, I thought you brought the jerseys. What? Mm-hmm. No, dude, you always be the fuck. I'm just imagining the manager walks up to the coach. Listen, we got a problem. What's the story? Yeah. We don't have jerseys. I, I don't know. I've never seen that before, but that is a next level stupidity. Betsy has an interesting idea. Betsy Rose says, how about shirts versus skins? That's an option too. Be all right with that. Um, so yeah, it's that was that was quite a deal. And you know how Coppin State ended up doing how they do. Of course they lost. Okay. They're not good. They were covering for a while, but now I don't even think they're doing that. All right, we've got another one. Let's uh, let's talk about who was drinking yesterday. There was some there was some passing of the bottle going around, but one of them stood out to us. Let's find out. The odds makers, you're drunk. How come? All right, so Arkansas Pine Bluff, Texas. That was an interesting game. It's kind of a hard game to handicap. You never know what kind of efforts you're going to get out of both teams there. But the total, 135 and a half. 135 and a half. They were counting on apparently a lot of points from Pine Bluff, and that's a, that ain't exactly the case. Each half, Scott, had less than 51 points. Game landed 94. Congratulations. You, you missed it by a mere 41 and a half. I've seen a couple of really awful totals for Texas games already. They had a game earlier this season against, I believe it was Northern Colorado. And I think that game landed in either the 80s or the 90s, and the total was also in the 130. So yep. Chris Beard's teams, very good at defense. Offense, not so much. Browns Becker has a great point. How do you load the shorts and not the jerseys? <laughs> no shit. You'd think that would be a relatively close to the same procedure. Uh, Brandon Kubas, good to see Brandon in the house, by the way. This is the movie Dodgeball where they have to wear the leather matching shorts. Yep. Crash Landon, he's talking He's talking a little sports tonight, Scott. Um, he's already locked in the 76ers. Lakers, Pacers, all against the spread. Uh, let's see if I like that or not. Let's see what we got going on here. Well, the Pacers, I got the Bucks team total under, so I'm definitely into that one. The Lakers were almost my play of the day. I got scared off by the amount of people in COVID protocol, but they're mostly role players who I don't really care about. Anthony Davis might play, might not play. LeBron should suit up and Westbrook will play. So Dallas has a no Doncic. Without Doncic, I kind of have to auto-fade them because they're an awful team without their best player, mm-hmm. naturally. But the Lakers' COVID issue scared me off a little bit, but I still like them. I think they'll win the game. Well, and as far as Miami goes, it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Name a player, and when you do, I'll tell you, they're out because Miami pretty much has nobody. Uh, Hero, Martin, Butler. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Butler, Adebayo, and, uh, of course, Mar- uh, Marquise Morris is still out. Old Depot hasn't played since, I don't know, 1974. Um, Philadelphia. Guess what, Scott? You, you never guess what Joel Embiid's status is. I believe he's questionable. He's questionable for tonight. It's hard to believe. It's ribs. Ribs. That's new. What the hell? He's barbecuing? 
Uh, yeah, apparently baby baby backs, beef ribs, St. Louis style. What are we What are we looking at here? Uh, Chili's baby oh, back ribs. Ole Miss minus eleven. Caps on the money line. Ole Miss minus eleven. Um, Ole Miss is a team that I have really tried to stay away from when it comes to basketball, just because I don't think they've been very good this year. But they're playing Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee offensively is not exactly a great team. And Ole Miss offensively is a pretty streaky team. But I'm looking at total in that one. I don't mind the under at 134.5. Ole Miss at home is a pretty good defensive team. I think I think Middle Tennessee struggles offensively in the spot. All right. I've got a premium on this one, so I'm just going to I'm gonna set this one out. Well, um, I, I don't know. Do you have a thought on the total or the side that isn't a premium? Um, what's the total at? 134.5. I feel like that's a little bit high. I, I don't know. I this is a Middle Tennessee State team that I think can score more than you think. Um, I just think Ole Miss's defense at home is a bit underrated. They're good, but they they and again they haven't really played anybody either. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. I would I would probably lean I'd lean a little over though. I'd go the other way. Anyone anyone got a clue on how to read an injury report with Durant? Deliberately took the under last night because of COVID list and Durant being questionable. Uh, he played, I lost. Yeah, that was no, no. And it's why I've kind of stayed away from the NBA for the last week or so with all the COVID shit going on. Um, I've been, I've been betting it. I've just been very last minute with some of my bets waiting on the most COVID news right before the game. You have to, I mean, that's, you're going to get, or, I mean, if you want to play normal injuries like Durant, you know, it wasn't a bad time to take Toronto before he was announced out. Of course he ended up playing. Not sure if we would have played had everybody not been because they had to have eight to field a, a legal team. Yeah, that's uh, why he played. Tony Stark, right? I, I totally agree. Tony Stark says he likes Georgetown first half. How do you feel about that? Playing, playing, uh, How- playing, playing Howard tonight. Oh, uh, Howard is such a terrible team. They could score. Georgetown at home is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Syracuse the other day. Are they a lot better at home than on the road? Let's put it that way. Do you have a number on that though? Um, I've got ten and a half and one fifty-eight for the total. Is that full game or first half? That's full game, so probably six first half, something in that neighborhood. I don't mind that. You know, Georgetown's a team that at home is five and one. They're over on the roads. That tells all I need to know about their home road splits. But they've won three of four. Beat Syracuse. A nice come from behind win there. Howard's five and four, but they're one and three on the highway. And you look at who they've played. They really haven't played any competition of any kind. Well, they beat Bill they and Ma- Villanova. They beat Bill they and Mary. Uh, William and Mary is one of the worst teams in the country. Kept it close They're with Austin P. If I believe or so. William and Mary's winless against D1 competition. That's probably right, yeah. But I'm saying they're 5-4. and four. They have two matchups against non-D1 teams. They beat William and Mary. They're a terrible team. So I'm looking at... They beat American. Americans lost seven in a row. So... I don't think Howard's very good. I don't mind Georgetown first half or full game. Jim was asking about the about UC about UC Irvine tonight. I that's it. That's just a kind of a a sneaky good team. They play hellacious defense, man. Um, USC total totals one twenty six and a half. Good good USC good solid team. Can USC cover eleven in this one with a total of one twenty six? I'm looking at the under. I just think that in a matchup between two elite defensive units, which they are, 
I do question how either team is going to score on a regular basis in this game. And it's not like one of these teams plays extremely up-tempo. They don't. So you're going to see a lot of half-court, a lot of ugly possessions. And USC is a team that has talent, but offensively, they're not the same as last year. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Thomas Bose said Michigan Wolverines national champs. You know, if you would have said that five months ago, I'd have thought you were talking about the basketball team. <laughs> but Did you mean basketball or football? I think he means football. but I'm hoping he means football. Because I think the football team has a lot better chance than the basketball team right now because they are in a tailspin. Relatively speaking. Yeah. Still a good basketball team and certainly could still make some noise there in the Big Ten, but they're I not, think they can beat Georgia. Yeah. Oh, in they the, can make it to the title game in football. Sure. Yeah. I, that yeah. that Michigan team, man. If if you don't account for those DNs, if you if you can't if you can't keep your passer safe, it's going to be a long night, man. Mm. If you can you can rush the passer and generate a little bit of offense, we'll see what their offense uh, can do against against Georgia. See, Georgia can stop the run, but we saw last week they've got the questions in the defensive backfield. They do, but. Also, Michigan's not exactly a team that likes to spread it out all the time. So I am curious if Michigan's going to adjust a little bit on the game plan. Yeah, uh, he meant football. Yeah, absolutely, Roland. Uh, Elliot V says he got a little parlay working tonight in the NHL. Um, Denver and the Caps. Let me get to that. You got it closer? Av's been, I know uh, Av, Denver's basketball. I'm sorry, Denver. Oh, sorry. Yeah, duh. It'd be Colorado otherwise. Derp. Uh, sorry. Magellan's making an argument that Michigan should be favored over Georgia. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think Georgia should be favored. I think the line's too high, though. I think it should be closer to four and a half if I had to price it myself. But I do think it should be around that three to five range. It's currently way too high. But I do think that Georgia, from a talent perspective, is better on paper than Michigan. So it still should be favored. But I'm not laying that huge number with Georgia. No, I'm not. I'm most likely not doing that either. As far as Denver goes tonight, I like the over in that game. Um, yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I think Denver's been. I think Denver's been in better form than Minnesota. You know, there's a shocker. There's a hot take. But Minnesota's lost what five of their last six. Yeah, all right. I like Jokic triple double at like plus two fifteen. All right, all right, Denver. They haven't been they haven't been playing pretty particularly good at home. They did beat Washington last time out, so we'll see if they've got it turned around. But um, you've got you've got some uh, uh, you've got a few injury questions on the Denver side that I want to keep an keep an eye out of. You got you know you got Barton and Gordon that are uh, they're both probable, so hopefully they'll they'll go. But if everybody goes, I like Denver in that spot. Um, Weber State tonight. Well, yesterday we mentioned two potential trap lines on the card, and I believe the trap lines uh, successfully trapped uh, two out of two because uh, Memphis won outright against Alabama, yep. and the other one was – I'm trying to remember the other one you said. What was the other one that you I said? I can't, I can't remember, buddy. I don't A UIC. UIC covered yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yep. Against DePaul. Yep. That was it. So those ended up going two for two. Mm-hmm. So, and Arizona State as well, Magella mentioned. So, yep. Yeah. Good overall trap lines have been pretty, you know, sharp in college basketball as they normally are. Creighton losing Utah as well. Utah State, of course, gets. 
yeah. Well, they played Arizona State, so yes. Oh, yeah, but yeah. The point is that they ended up uh, showing, once again, the college basketball. If the line looks a little bit too good to be true, it usually is. And it's usually the home team that's getting those points, and they look pretty good at home. But you're looking at a spot where Weber gets a lot less recognition than Utah State. But this Weber team's actually good. They're not bad. The team's 9-1. and one. They might be the best team in the actual big sky. And I do think that this line does seem questionably short. I think Weaver wins outright. I think a lot of people looking at that last game against Washington State. Washington State, not a great squad, losing losing by 34. Um, did, did but we... that's the point, though. They're, they lost by 34 on the road. They got killed. Mm-hmm. And yet they're only plus two and a half against Utah State. You think that's a bit of the old, you think that's a bit of the old people, people daring you to take Utah State there? I think it has to be. I, I just feel like you're going to look blindly and go, I got to take Utah State. And that's what we saw yesterday with Bama and with some of these other teams, and they lost outright. Yeah, and we're still at the point where, you know, you're not quite for, at the first road game, but Utah State has just played one road game, and it was against BYU, and it did not go well. They did not win, and they did not cover. So BYU, I don't know if they're, they're quite what you call a fraud, but they may have been a little overrated. Well, we thought that we just overestimated Oregon in the first week and change of the season. Yeah, well, that's that's true too. You know, I like Utah State generally speaking. I don't mind Weber State in this spot. I think it's I think it's a good spot. Uh, what just happens is Giannis is out tonight, so it was my play of the day is the team total under for Milwaukee. So Planet he's out, and I'm assuming Middleton's not going to play either. Sounds like a write off to me, buddy. Um. We got in hockey tonight. Anything, anything exciting? I know somebody, a couple of people asked about the Capitals. Uh, Capitals are always a solid bet because Chicago is a pretty bad hockey team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago was good for, I don't know, about a cup of coffee in the middle of the season, and they've gone back to being pretty underwhelming. They've alternated wins and losses for the last week and change. Uh, Washington's a good team, of course. So Washington ended up losing the first meeting at home against Chicago in a shootout in that game, but I got to like Washington here. I They're just the better team. I, I really don't like anything about Chicago. I like Patrick Kane, of course. He's a very good player. The brink is pretty good. Seth Jones' contract's an absolute just – it's just a murder. I, Chicago has voluntarily signed themselves up for cap hell for the next couple of years. But the Capitals are a good team. Can't really go wrong there. Give me Washington. Somebody asking about the Ducks. Um, I, I, I think it's a good – uh, I think good it's a good spot. Yeah, it's a good situational spot for the Ducks. They've had two days off, and uh, of course, Seattle's going to be. Rangers had a back to, playing a back to back. They lost to uh, Colorado yesterday. Who? The Rangers? You mean the Kraken? Yeah. Rangers played Colorado yesterday. They lost. So Georgiev was in net. Igor's still out. So they're probably using their third string goalie for this game. I don't mind Anaheim in that spot. What game are you talking about? The. Somebody mentioned Ducks Rangers. No, Ducks. No, it's it's Ducks Kraken. I saw Ducks Rangers, so I thought that he meant the Ducks were playing against the Rangers. Oh no, I think, I, I think it's two separate bets. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Uh, so yeah, a lot of the same things are true about. Confused there. A lot of the same things about the true about the Kraken though. They're on, they're on a back to back, and the uh, the Ducks have still had the, had the had the two days off. This is another this is another Ducks team, another team that's fantastic on the power play, Scott. Uh, over twenty five percent of the power play. Cracking, not good at all. So, um, although they got the win last night, so, but I, I yeah, like... Roland, I, I realize now that he's he mentioned one, one team from both games. I, I didn't realize that at the time, but 
it's really a tough spot for the Ranger game because they're on a back-to-back, which I don't like. But Arizona stinks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to take a hot take here. Give me the over. I think the Rangers can score. I think Arizona can potentially generate some chances against a tired team, especially against a third-string goalie. So I'll look towards a total there. Give me the over. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. This is a, this is just an awful Arizona team. They had had a couple. They're terrible. So I, I can't take them on the money line, but maybe they can sneak two across, and you'll go from there. But five and a half with a third string goalie on one side and Arizona's defense on the other side seems a little bit too low. Maybe Ducks and crack and draw. I think I'd rather. I think I'd. I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather play Ducks and regulation. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you'll see a lower scoring game if I had to pick an actual, I'd say, projection for the total itself, especially if Gibson's a net, just because I'm a huge Gibson guy. I'm looking at an under. I think you'll see a lower scoring game. Ducks might take it two, three to one. Yeah. Yeah, I think two, two to one, three to one. I think that's, I think that's a <laughs> The dogs are barking. I'm curious if that means your dog likes the Kraken or the Coyotes. I'll tell you what, he, he hates the dog that just walked by. That's that's what I can tell you. Okay. I don't even know how he saw him. I Because I, I've blocked the chair so he can't just sit there and bark at the window. But he okay. was a, able to somehow feel the dog outside and got up on his paws and looked out the window and saw him. You want to quickly go through some NBA? Sure. Sure, absolutely. Cool. So looking at some games that I'm kind of tempted by, of course – since I have the team total under for Milwaukee as my play of the day, I obviously like Indiana. It was plus one and a half last night. Now it's up to minus two. So there has been a lot of line movement on the Pacers. It's solely because Milwaukee's missing probably their best two players. Giannis being out is a big deal. And Middleton, after the hyperextended knee, I do think Milwaukee's going to rest him. Because if there's anything we've seen from the Bucks in the past, which is extremely annoying, but they are extremely careful with their star players I'd be shocked if Middleton suited up for this game. Milwaukee might just punt the thing. So I'm going to go with Indiana. They're terrible on the road, but they're good defensively on the road, and they are healthy. And as long as they don't blow a fourth-quarter lead, which is their specialty, I think they should be leading at some point in the second half. I'll take my chances. So I'm looking at Indiana there. I mentioned the Lakers earlier, minus one and a half. I don't mind that. Uh, Besides that... Mm. Uh, I think I'm, Cleveland's tempting. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Cleveland, Scott. I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you why. It's another situation where just about everybody for Houston that matters is out. Uh, and it's it's not COVID related. It's just regular injury related. Woods out. Gordon's out. House is out. Porter's out. Is Wood officially out? Wood is officially Wood is officially out with his knee injury. I don't know how they're supposed to rebound. No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you're they, against Mo. You're you're going to be against Allen and come. How are you supposed to rebound the ball? Yeah, and I know it, Allen it, might walk into 15 rebounds. I realize it's a Houston team that's been playing very well, but a couple of things. First of all, uh, they had they had that what eight game eight game winning streak. Seven of them were at home, so they played just one road game, and that was against OKC. So remind f- me how many road wins they have on the season. They have, um. On the road this year, they are two and twelve. Scott, two and twelve. That's not good. Uh, however, on the road, they are eight and six against the number. So keep that in mind. Um, under two, under two seventeen in the Houston game. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. I think I think Houston will. Uh, uh, I think Houston will struggle to get to a hundred. 
I really do. They've been playing better offensively lately. I realize but that. Wood is such a key piece to that team, and Gordon's also been great. And since he's out too, yep, they just don't have many guys. I mean, you're going to be relying on Brooks and probably Garrison Matthews as your backcourt, arguably. Yeah. I mean, that's just awful. There's really not much to add. And Cleveland's one of the best defensive teams in the league. And they cover. They've covered. They've covered eleven of the last twelve. They've won four straight. That's a that's a solid team, Scott. Um, I like mm-hmm. them there. Anything else get your attention? Uh, what else do I like? I'm tempted blindly to take the over in the Hornets Spurs game. Mm-hmm. It's a high total. It's at around two twenty seven. But Charlotte's involved. The Spurs have been playing up tempo as well. Both teams top five in pace, I believe, or top six. And Charlotte's the worst defense in the league in terms of efficiency. I don't mind the over there. I think you'll see a lot of points. Looking at maybe the Wizards team total over against Sacramento because it's Sacramento. So you can probably just pencil the Wizards in for, what, 120? Mm-hmm. They've been playing terrible basketball, but Sacramento actually cannot stop a varsity team. Somebody somebody sums up sports betting right here. <laughs> we know they can win. We need to know if they cover. <laughs> no shit. That's a fair point. Good teams win, great teams cover. Yeah, we uh, we'll always uh, we know why we're here. We ain't we ain't we ain't we ain't the sports guys. We're the betting guys. So we're always going to give you the game with a bet with a betting view. Um yeah. I don't think I don't think Houston wins tonight. All right, moving on to the next game. Yeah, we who fucking cares? We need to know if they can cover the nine and a half. Uh Ste- I think Cleveland should cover. They should. Yes, I oh, I totally agree. Yes, I, I like that play. Uh, Nathan said he stepped in the Creighton bird shit yesterday up in Omaha. Yep, yep, they absolutely uh, shite the bed yesterday. Um, I saw that there was a three there was a three team parlay uh, money line parlay bet booster. I think it was on FanDuel that was at plus two hundred. It was Creighton, Alabama, and one other favorite that that lost. Um, My question for you is: How many bet boosts do you actually see that win? That's a great question. That's I would I would be very suspicious. I feel like not as many as there should be. Not uh, as many as there should be. I'll tell you that much. Bama killed me and all the faves in the NHL. Yep, yep, yep. It's it's been a it's been a nutty se- it's been a nutty season. NHL has been okay, but uh, NBA has been insane with with the injuries and stuff and the late reporting. And you and I you and I bitched about it last year, and that was just a small warm up for what we've had this year so far at least in the last couple of weeks as co- as covid has made a bit of a, of a rally a bit of a comeback yeah Elliot's mentioned in the panthers i didn't even mention them in hockey how do you lose 8 to 2 to ottawa how does that happen i do not know that's like that's like a week and a half's worth of goals for ottawa yep uh rangers puck line with a third string goalie is dangerous i just like the over i'm just expecting some goals with some bad goaltending involved Roland says alabama lost me 350 yeah what this Alabama team, just about the time you're about to think, you know what? They are really in the elite. You know, I talked about them being, maybe being potential top five, almost a certain top 10 team yesterday. And then they go out and absolutely laid an egg. Can you explain it? Huh? Browns back. Uh, them not showing up. Yeah. No, Browns. It was a must win game for Memphis. No, there you they go. They really needed that one. Browns backer. Uh, Jokic triple, Jokic triple double tonight. I mentioned it earlier. It's around plus 215 or so. You look at his numbers, and Jokic, I think, is somehow still the most disrespected player in the league. He should be 
a top three MVP candidate pretty much every year, and nobody's talking about him. And I know that based on narrative, Curry's the favorite, and Durant's probably second. You look at Jokic's numbers, he's got a serious case to an MVP again, yep. and there's a 0% chance you're going to give it to him again. You're right. Nathan says, any any angle I can find, and you just scrolled out of me, any, any any angle. I find an angle on my book doesn't offer it. Only the high spread line games. They're a dirty bastards. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah. Especially when you have just the dude at the corner. A lot of times they don't offer things that they have a remote chance of getting beat on. So, uh, the Leafs for two hundred, cool. Uh, Bucks for the win tonight, or should I roll under with no Giannis and Middleton? I wouldn't take the Bucks. I mean, if you mean the Pacers for the win, because I feel like you just asked two possibilities that contradict each other. Because if you think the Bucks are going to win, why would you assume it's going to be a pretty ugly offensive game for Milwaukee? And defensively, we know how good Giannis actually is. If you're asking about either the Pacers or the under, I don't really mind either. I'd probably take the under if I had a choice between the two, because the Pacers are so bad on the road. I believe they're three and 10 straight up. Right. So that's why I chose the team total under instead of the Pacers on my play of the day. But I'm just going to dare a bunch of role players to score about 109 points from Milwaukee and call it a day. THC is RZA. Cashed a college ball parlay yesterday. Pacific plus five, Memphis plus three and a half, and UC Davis. I like Chris Chris King and I were talking yesterday about UC Davis. I like that team and uh, what they end up winning outright, right? Oregon State's just bad. Yeah, that's that's the other part of that. Hey, do you know what that name means? THC is RZA. Do you know what that means? Because I, I don't. I'm not, uh, I'm not. I'm not setting you up. I don't know T- what it means. Well, THC is weed related. I know that part. It's the RZA that's R-Z-A. throwing me. RZA. Yeah, I'm just. I, I'm not sure about that one. Okay, I'm just. I'm because I. It's. I'm used to not being hip enough for the room, but that's why I bring you in here. So, um, okay, fair enough. Okay, bud. Well, let's get rolling, shall we? Um, is an RZA a rapper? Rizza? Is it Rizza? Is it pronounced Rizza? I thought he was a rapper. Okay. Isn't isn't like the Rizza? Like the guy from Wu-Tang Clan? My nickname is RZA. Okay. Like the Rizza, the Jizza, Inspector Deck. And it's just it, a name. It, yes, Rizza is a rapper. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Very good. Oh, oh see, I should have known that. You got to diversify your bonds. Dude. Wu-Tang Financial. You got to diversify your bonds. Oh, God. No, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. Of course, there's like 19 guys in Wu-Tang, so I don't feel that bad. You know, what I did hear, though, is that, you know, you can bring the ruckus, but Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. That's what I heard. I've heard that. I've heard confirm that as well. Or, confirm or deny. I That's what I've heard. Um, all right, buddy. Let's rock and roll here. Um, <laughs> it's time. You know what time it is. It's it's that time. By the way, don't forget to you know, we're gonna say stay tuned because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a separate thing. You're going to have to... You're gonna have to go out of this one. You're gonna have to go into the other one. But if you want to hang out with us as we as we run through our bowl things real quick, you can do that as well. We're gonna be talking about the uh, I don't know whatever bowl games: Middle Tennessee State and um, Coastal Carolina. Those bowl games. So one one is the Bahamas Bowl. The other ones, um, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but you'll find out in about ten minutes. So check out those as well if you were so inclined. As far as today goes, Scott, it's time. For everybody to put on their straw hat, climb aboard their John Deere, put on some Toby Keith on your and your headphones, and fire that motherfucker up because you got some plowing to do, kids. Once again, we're expanding your holdings 
on today's edition of Bet That Farm. Scott, how'd we do yesterday? We had the under in the Jackson State and Northern Iowa game, and the game went under. Yeehaw! Okay, very good. Scott, you got something uh, You got something cooked up for today for the kids? Yes, I do. We're going to be looking at college basketball once again, and we're going to be taking the Xavier Musketeers, minus 15 at minus 110 on FanDuel, taking on Moorhead State. Now, Xavier is one of the most underrated home teams in the entire country. Xavier has won each of its first seven home games, while Moorhead State, not too good on the highway, losing four of five. Xavier's also won by a lot of margin in the last three home games, having won each of the last three by at least 20 points. You go through the efficiency numbers, these teams are not even close to each other. Xavier ranks 27th in offense efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Moorhead ranks 144th. So over 110 spot differential there between the two. And Xavier ranks 32nd in defensive efficiency, while Moorhead State ranks 164th. These teams aren't close to each other. Xavier kills everybody at home. We'll take Xavier to win this game pretty handily. There you go. There you go. We are taking Xavier to cover that relatively big number. Don't be afraid of them. They're a good, good basketball team, especially at home. And you know our motto around here, less teeth, more head. Go Xavier, minus the 15. That's going to be our bet the farm play. That's going to be the hump day show for us here at Heading Back to the Window. We do appreciate you guys checking us out. We'd love it if you come back and see us every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to check out our pal Chris King doing just parlays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. And stay tuned. If you guys aren't subscribers, subscribe to our channel. Click that bell because you're going to get notified, and we don't even know when they're coming, but you're going to get a shit ton of bowl content starting right after this video is done, probably going for the next three weeks. So strap in for that, kids. We're ready. You guys have a great day. Good luck on all your plays today. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time as we try to head back to the window. Peace, everybody. Yeah.